Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski, to my right, Collins, back into my left. Uncle Buck is here. Let's start with this, Uncle Buck. Last week when we ended the podcast, you said yeah, I, if you had your own sports book, you would have took the Bengals minus 17 and you would have taken all kinds of bets. How did that work out for I would have lost a shit ton of money. You would have been broke. Fucking broke. Let's talk about the Bengals for a minute. High hopes. Oh, very high hopes. I mean, you, you're taking a team, the Bengals, a young team who went to the Super Bowl last year. With the revamped, in yeah. quotation marks, offensive line right. with Joe Burrow. Coming in against a Steelers team who has a brand new quarterback who, you know, hasn't had the best career so far. Average. Average career. And they come in. Their defense, let's just say this, their defense puts it to us. Their offense struggled. Their defense scored their points, you know, got them in field position to score points. How did you feel about the game, Buck? Take me through your thoughts. Because you and DG and Corey with the K, you all thought they were going to win by two touchdowns or more. And I said, boys, I don't know about that. I think what shocked me was through the reports and the preseason. I mean, I the offensive line, you didn't get really get to watch all preseason. They might have played a couple snaps together. It's going to take some time, but that really shocked me the first game of the season, how awful they really oh, played. they look like shit. I mean, but T.J. Watt and Hay- or Hayward, like they're two grown-ass veterans that are pro bowlers for multiple seasons in a row. So I could somewhat expect it. Joe Burrow played under par, but I got to say – you look at it right now, and the only thing that's depressing and sad to me is it's a divisional loss. So that puts you in a in a step backwards because everybody in that division won. Right. So when it comes down to it, the defense looked phenomenal in my eyes. Defense played great. Defense played awesome. You have five turnovers and still take the Pittsburgh Steelers exactly. to overtime and should have won multiple times in my eyes with Chase had that pass that clearly, you know, he passed. Well, that's, that's, and they uh, didn't that's review on Taylor. It. Yeah, they didn't review it, which I thought every play under a certain time was reviewed regardless. I think it was just over two minutes when he caught that pass. Uh, so you take that, and then, you know, you can blame it on the snapper all you want. Sure, whatever. If you watch the film, Drew Sample shits his pants, and he blocks the guy outside. You're always taught to block inside on, a, you right. know, an extra point. He lets Fitzpatrick come through and block it. You can't, you know, I mean, it is what it is. For how they played... It's only upside from here. So I mean, it's I, a long season. It's I mean. absolutely the only thing. Like I said, it sucks being divisional. division game. Yeah, like that puts you two steps behind the ball. But you know, you're not gonna get Joe Burrow playing like that very often. He's not gonna turn the ball over four exactly. or five times a game. I mean. Exactly. So here, here were my thoughts. First and foremost, I think there was 11 quarterbacks that didn't take snaps during the preseason, and eight of them lost on Sunday. We can have this discussion for days. Is preseason worth it? Do you want to do that? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. For a few snaps, Give man. them a drive. Give them some gain speed. They've been off for three, four months. Let them get some professional gain speed. It's all muscle memory to Joe Burrow. Right. It's like, the same and reason then, you scrimmage in high school. Exactly. You know I mean? And then the first week, you top it off, and he's facing T.J. Watt, who is probably the best, the best ru- pass rusher in the league. Yeah. I blame it on the Bengals. I mean, the the upper management, Zach Taylor, get him five, six, ten snaps. Let him get some game Let speed. him get just a drive a game. Yeah. But, I mean, to back my 17 and a, and a half cover, mm-hmm. if you take the – Here take, we go. You back if you that. Ta- How do you back that? <laughs> if you take the five fucking turnovers okay. the Bengal had, what's the score? 
I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you look at it that way. Well, I mean, you always got to you got to turn a turd into a diamond somehow, yeah. and that's my way to think. Well, of I it. mean, that's just gambling. <laughs> I mean, you're you're thinking week one a division rival, and you're taking seventeen. You're I mean, you're just you're just idiotic if you do that. In my opinion, yeah. week one. But that was me betting as a fan. I know you. I know. I know. Here's a few other things for you. I'm confident in saying that that's the worst Joe Burrow that you guys are ever going to see. Five turnovers. We've never seen that Joe Burrow before. Four interceptions, right, in a fumble. I mean, if it was, it was his rookie season with a horrible bench. And I team. still don't think he had ever four, five turnovers in the game. That's I don't. A lot. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> You're never going to see Joe Burrow that bad ever again in his career, and I'm confident saying that. Five turnovers, guys. That's a fucking lot, and mm-hmm. we both know that. The fact they were still in that game is exactly. fucking crazy. They're still in the game. And you look at the stat line that Joe Burrow turned out after having five turnovers. One horrible. He had 338 yards passing, 47 rushing yards, and threw for two touchdowns. That's still a hell of a fantasy day. I mean, 20, then, 22, 20, 23 points. Probably. Yeah, he had 23 or 24 points. I mean, with that, five turnovers. With five turnovers, <laughs> and that's a lot. That's a lot of you know negative points on your fantasy team. Also, he gave his team at least two or three chances to win the game, and they didn't win the game. So if you're a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, what's what's this, his third year? Joe Burrow's mm-hmm. third year. He starts the game off with what? Three straight interceptions, two straight interceptions. And he comes back. He's down what? He was down 17, 14, 17 points at one time. He comes back, leads his team down the field in crunch time and gives them a chance to win and they miss the extra point or it gets blocked, whatever it was. And then in overtime, they had a chance to win too. That's one thing that's, that's good to that's know. One thing that's good to know he's that he's not going to be wavered. Exactly. Well, Pressure. I mean, you think about it. You say that right now about preseason, giving him some game time. He got his game speed right then. and shit acclimated the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you would have gave him that equal amount of time during Maybe the first he half, through the picks, then yeah, it was just him getting acclimated, getting his feet set. Hey, this is what the offensive line is going to give me today against T.J. Watt and Hayward. This is what they're giving me. Two and a half seconds today. I'm going to make the most out of it. He didn't know that. He thought he was probably going to go out there and maybe get three, four seconds. Which he was He was hurt in the preseason, right? Or yeah, I mean, he had an ac- epidectomy was, or yeah, his appendix taken out. Right, okay. So he's not 100% yet. But still, my hopeful is that that defense is plays, going to be top-notch. Plays the way they do. They'll be all right. Yep. I think you're looking at a Bengals wildcard team this year. That's just me. I think the... Just a prediction. I think the Ravens will win the division that this division's year. Division's going to be fucking tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, look at it. But I think All the Bengals will be a wild card team, and that's coming after week one. That's just me and my prediction. Moving on, the Dolphins played the Patriots in week one, and there was a little bit of a an emergency in the parking lot during the game, and it came from the tailgaters. Some dumbass Dolphins fan or Patriots fan, not sure who it was, but a fan for that game that was tailgating caught – 12 cars on fire with the charcoal grill or what the culprit a lazy ass tailgater placed a hot grill underneath his vehicle or in the boot no one really knows yet the fire (laughs) the fire marshals don't know if they like pushed a little charcoal grill underneath their car you know Mm. we got to get into the game let's just put it here for now or they put a hot grill in their boot but they know for a fact that one car that started the fire started from the back end of the car Oh, God. And it was from a grill. First things first. If you're a griller, like me and Uncle Buck are, you never, ever leave a hot grill 
unattended. Oh, charcoal is 10 times worse because it's so much hotter. Yeah, well, At least not close to anything, right? Yeah, I mean, it is, let's just say that you and I, we have a charcoal grill going, we're gone. We want to leave. And we have tonneau covers on our truck. Why in the fuck <laughs> would you put something that's burning 300, 400 degrees still, even if it's got a cap on that, you know, that's still tent, in there. It's still oh, going to yeah. get hot. Yeah. I mean, I, in my opinion, I think the dumbass thought, well, it's in the, the bed of the truck. It's not going to cause an issue. Let's do it. Which you guys think there's probably some alcohol involved as well. Oh, yeah. If you, I mean, but if you're, still. these guys have probably been tailgating since 9 a.m. in the morning. They lost track of time. Lost track of time. And they said, oh, shit. It's time to go. It's 1250. We haven't ran into the stadium yet, and our grill's still on. Let's turn off the propane, or let's throw a little water on the charcoal, and let's just leave it here. Oh, wait, I'm just going to kick it underneath my car so it's out of the way. It's, you know, the fire's out, whatever. Let's go in. Let's get into our seats. No, that's not what happened. What happened was the son of a bitch left a hot grill underneath his car. It caught fire. That car caught fire, and it caught 11 other vehicles on fire. So it pretty much exploded. Dude, they they almost had to evacuate the stadium because there was a twelve car fire outside of the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I guess as like person that runs the the stadium, you would have thought maybe a terrorist attack, maybe maybe car bombing. Yeah, how do you, how do you know? But no, it was a freaking lazy tailgater. I hope those hot dogs were fucking worth it. Leaving a unintended grill. So I got a couple questions for you here. First and foremost, say you're the griller there. How much do you have to pay for in that circumstance? Yeah, do you think State Farm? That's about to say. I mean, th- I mean, insurance is going to pay for every vehicle there, but it's not their fault to play the five hundred to pay the five hundred deductible. You know what I mean? Because right. there's always a deductible in your of car course. insurance. Should the people who park beside that dipshit have to pay the five hundred? But my thing I is, don't think like, so. like this dipshit, his car wasn't. Well, I guess he caught his car on fire first. Yes. So it was involved. Yeah. Okay. Now, second, if this is you and you're in at the game when this is going on, you don't want to know till after, right? Or do you want someone to come up and say, what are hey, you, what are look, you asking dude, your me car's if, I'm, on fire. if I'm the dude that was the culprit or yes. if I'm the dude? Nah. Well, either, uh, I don't, either I'm way. acting like I don't know <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my grill. Okay. You can't prove that was me. <laughs> okay. Say you're three cars down. And it's on fire. Oh, I'm, you're finding, I'm finding out who you want to, but do you want to find out right away? Say it's it's halfway through the second quarter. Do you want to know right then and ruin uh, your whole fucking depends day? Depends on how the game's going. Or would you rather come out and be like, what the fuck? Well, I'm going to tell you right now if you were a Patriots fan that day, your day just got a whole lot worse because two and uh, Tyreek Hill were running <laughs> up your asshole. So you would, you'd want to know right away? Well, I mean, I guess it just depends. Uh, like, like if you're drunk and the, the, yeah. an usher comes to me and says, "Hey, your car's on fire," I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck that car!" Like, <laughs> yeah. if I'm a Dolphins a, fan, I'm like, drive yeah, right now, man. We're winning by 21. We're kicking the shit out of Belichick's Patriots. I don't give a shit about my car Dude, right now. Third, I have insurance. It's third and goal. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. No, but honestly, I don't think there's any way in hell that you know an usher or anybody would know which fan's car that was. Unless it was like a reserved parking spot for like a no, season yeah, ticket right. holder. That's a good point. They wouldn't know whose car it was. But here's the thing. Let's say it comes across the big screen and it shows license like plates. it shows like a picture of this like twelve <laughs> Char- car pile up with Char- flames. Charcoal license plate. Yeah. And you're like, Holy fuck, that's my car. Like what would you you know, what would you think? 
Like, I, 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 at I that point, to, you can't man. do anything. I try to start the wave, man. Just <laughs> let's get it going. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know what you think. Let's just say they didn't do that, and you walked out after the game and saw that, and you seen like fire trucks and everything, like caution tape around your vehicle, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" I'd start thinking like, "Who's out to kill me?" Yeah, what have I done this? Thing? And you walk like out, and you're people. like, "Man, how the hell am I going to get home? I drove four hours to get here." Well, you 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 would call an overrated Uber. Yeah, <laughs> call them overpriced fucking Ubers for the surcharge. Now you're going to pay a thousand to get home. Yeah, unreal. Basically, you're just talking about rookie tailgaters, man. Here's my thing. They're out there. If you're a tailgater and you don't know what the hell you're doing, just go to someone else's tailgate. Don't drag a you know a grill down there. If you're a true, let's just say, Bengals fan, you're from Cincinnati, and you tailgate every weekend, how many times are you going to say no to someone coming up to your party and just drinking a beer at your parking spot? Never. Never. Well, I'll, I'll say this. If, if you're a high State person, you're going to probably tell a lot of people now. Because I've been there. Yeah, you probably had a Michigan jersey on too. Exactly. I would I would I would never tell I would never say no to somebody that came up and asked me for a bratwurst with some sauerkraut. If, I'm gonna, had, if they had an Ohio State shirt on. I wouldn't. It's it's different. You hypocritical. I know how you motherfuckers are and you're just like uh-huh. a bunch of moles in the ground. Just digging, 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 digging. That's it. Bottom line is if you're a rookie, tailgater, stay on the porch. And don't use charcoal. Let us big dogs eat out there. I know crazy shit can happen, but I feel like he almost had to have put it in the boot end of his car, which is fucking was, wild. I don't know, because you can have them gas grills that have the little green canisters that mm-hmm. people take like in their campers and stuff and set up on a table outside their shit. I'm pretty much thinking that it was one of them because they said it was a small grill. You're not putting a small grill in your, like a regular size no. grill in your boot of your car or underneath your car. They said it was one or the other. He had a little Coleman he threw in the Ex- fucking boot in. Exactly. And the motherfucker was still hot. He lost track of time. He's like, oh shit, we're about to miss kickoff. And get just in there. Threw it straight into the back of, he turned it off and threw it straight into the back of his car. That probably the bitch caught on fire. still, you know, is pushing 350 exactly. degrees. Exactly. And in that little, you know, area of your boot. Shit's going to catch fire. There's carpet Fuck and everything yeah. else. In there. He could have he had fucking fireworks or something in there, yeah. too. Who the hell knows? I just think it's crazy that it caught 12 other cars on fire. Mm-hmm. But right. I guess, you know, gas tanks start going. Oh, yeah. Shit's going to spread. Looks like a diehard movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sucks for those people because, you know, they weren't fucking stupid. Right. But their car's gone. Well, that makes you think the next time you go tailgate, is this guy a rookie? Yeah. If I pull in, I'm going to exactly. be like, is this the first time you tailgate over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me let me pay five extra dollars and you know park over here. Let me get over with the uh, season pass guys. A nursing home in Taiwan has been forced to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior citizens in wheelchairs. The veterans' home, a state-run facility for retired army personnel paid the adult entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate the mid-autumn festival, an important holiday in Chinese culture. A few things here. If I'm going to be in a, you know, a, a state-run facility because I'm a veteran, I want to go to the one where they hire in <laughs> strippers to perform. That's my thoughts exactly. Because I don't know what I'm going to be like when I'm 80, but I'm guessing I'm not going to mind this scenario. And if you would have seen the picture... Of these guys, there was, there was probably 10 of them lined up against the wall in their wheelchairs. And then there's this sexy brunette coming in in a thong and a bra and just stripping and like giving them lap dances one by one down the line. Now you think about it. If you're, you know, a disabled veteran, thanks for your service, first and foremost. But I mean, your days are pretty boring. 
you're hanging with the boys, playing cards, watching, you know, prices right and some game shows, watching the news all day. I mean, it's you're not getting a whole lot of action. Well, you don't have titties in your face, that's for sure. Well, they, I was, that's what I'm getting to. The one day that this, you know, this performer walks in and starts giving you a lap dance, I mean, your morale is going to go from zero to 100 real quick. Am I lying? Nope. I mean, my God. <laughs> I just want to know the number of heart attacks they had that day. Well, <laughs> they, I, I don't have that stat for you, Buck. I really don't. Because if I, I mean, if I'm pushing 80 and I, this is the first set of, you know, plump tits I've seen in, say, 10 years. Or probably longer than that. Probably yeah. probably 30 or 40 years. Listen how hard your heart's going to beat. You're going to you're gonna implode from the inside out. But, you saw that one man, he got him a little field, didn't you? Yo, he, he grabbed ass. There's a picture of a guy grabbing ass. And I don't, you know, I, I saw one grabbing titties. I don't blame him either. If I've got a stripper, I think she's I'm disabled lucky. in a wheelchair, and she comes to my facility, my home, my space, and jumps on me and gives me a lap dance, I feel like it's fair game. I mean, yeah, that's like, uh, say, you're in college and some random chick walks into your dorm room and starts jumping on you while you're in bed and giving you a lap dance. What's going to happen? Erection. (laughs) Maybe a little bit more. (laughs) She deserves whatever the fuck she gets because she brought it. Well, the picture I saw, the stripper had a smile on her face when the guy was coughing. I I mean, she's loving it. Yeah. Do they not smile, though? What do you mean? I, I, I always see it like the, they just all strip, face. all strippers smile. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. But Fair still, enough. I mean, I feel like she knew she was doing a good deed for these gentlemen that have never seen this. Like you said, Buck, 30 or 40 years. These guys deserve this. And just imagine being one of them guys in the wheelchair. Like, did they know this was coming? I'm not sure if it was a surprise or not. But let's just say it was a surprise. They said, come on out here, Pete, John, Sammy. Whatever, all ten of you, come here. Line up against, line up against the wall. I doubt their names are Pete, Pete, Sammy, and John. You just never know. But and here they come, and this stripper walks in, and she she's dressed like a nurse. Like, hey, you guys, you guys are due for some shots or something. You, you're going to get your medicine, and then she just rips off her suit, and there's titties and vagina straight in your face, and you're getting a lap dance. What do you think, old John, Sammy, and Pete are thinking? I think John, Sammy, and Pete's thinking this is the real Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> this is it right here. You know, this is what Taiwan does. That's the time of their life right now. I mean, you're 80 years old in a wheelchair, stuck in a house. I feel like there's no reason to apologize. This house has nothing to apologize for. Well, one thing I I will say, there was a lot of outrage about this. I know. But, like, as a director, say you're a director of a nursing home. How the fuck does that even cross your mind? It would if I was. Fair enough. I mean, think about it. But this is a VA, right? It's, it's 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 a home for veterans. Pretty much. So, I mean, if Clay and I are the directors, we're thinking of something, you know, taking these guys to a casino, maybe a, a petting zoo. Let them you know smoke what? some cigarettes and touch some ass. I mean, where exactly. else do you What's, want your tax money to go, people? What yeah. is wrong with the issue of this going on in my eyes? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there is a problem with it. I agree. I would imagine it was one of the happiest moments of their lives in that and home. And exactly. If you're if you're a child of one of those guys that are living in that area, like, sweet, my dad just saw some tits. Like, yeah, how are you this, pissed this, off? This yeah. just how made his day. Really? He's, ha- he's smiling. Maybe that day he didn't need to, you know, take his medication. Maybe he didn't realize he, you know, had to live in a wheelchair that day. It made his life that much better for 35 minutes out of the day. Let him one, have that. Yeah, bring it in minutes. once a week, man. <laughs> you know what? Bring him in once a week. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I had that road down right here. I said, you know what? This is well deserved. 
there's no reason that these guys shouldn't get this at least once a month. I don't know about once a week. Once a month, <laughs> that's pushing. Once a month's pretty good. Once a week, they I bet they 52 might. times a year, Buck. Yeah. Really? If you if you do once a week, they'd probably have to you know up the Viagra. Yeah, tame tame them down a little bit. <laughs> but I think once a month. Let's just say the last Friday of every month. These guys can look forward Pete, to John and Billy. They they know old Sasha. Here comes old Sasha in her fucking bikini again. Hey, we're, you gonna, know that- we're gonna grab some ass. Now think about it. Once Sasha walks out the door that Friday, think about that conversation around the car at table brec- with at a few- breakfast yeah. the next morning. Yeah. What'd you do with them titties? Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> Did you touch it? <laughs> Dude, they're loving it. Guaranteed. I mean, if it's gonna make a veteran's day that much better, veterans don't you they don't get treated. You know, like they should be. No. So this is, to me, don't frown upon it. Put a smile on your face. As long as they're happy, who gives a shit? Yeah, no right? shit. I mean, no I need mean, to apologize for this shit. Sip and serve, it. stamp of approval, moving on. <laughs> a doctor performed a Rivian-powered vasectomy, most likely the world's first. Now, you're probably wondering what exactly a Rivian is. A Rivian is a new model of a electric powered truck. And this doctor, Christopher Yang says his his power in his clinic that day was out. And he had a customer come in that did not want to reschedule his vasectomy because his work schedule, he had already t- he already had time off. So what did he do? He plugged all of his tools into an extension cord powered by his electric truck out in the parking lot and successfully completed his customer's vasectomy. How well would you trust a vasectomy done by an electric vehicle in the parking lot, Buck? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know what necessarily takes the process of having vasectomy, but I know it's the same day, like it's same day in and out, in and out. You're not, you know, in twilight it's or no. A, it's just a little shot straight to your nuts. I mean, I would trust it. I would trust it a hundred percent. Then an extension cord. All he had to do is plug in probably like a little, uh, a knife tool. Maybe to like give the little slit into yeah, your ball a sack. scalpel, like a scalpel. That's all. So what? Maybe the light for the. I'm I'm saying like the lights. Maybe this shit the suction the suctions the blood. Well, I'm everything else. Okay, everything I do else. Think they cauterize it. Yeah, I mean that's so, probably going to be maybe a little. Uh, I don't know the right tool for that. I know what you're talking about, Colin. A welder. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're saying. Kind of like a burn tool. They just burn it so it doesn't bleed. They cauterize the the tube. Yeah, the tubes. And then you tie them up, and then that's the day. I don't think there's any tying involved with the. Well, you got to tie it. Just burn them off? You got to tie it. I don't want to tie it. My balls still work. I guess that's the double vasectomy. If you don't trust the cauterization, you you let your dude Mm. tie it up like a fucking shoestring. Trying to get nobody pregnant. Exactly. That's that's when you know for a fact you don't want babies. Is when you get the (laughs) shoestring tied to your your sperm sack. (laughs) (laughs) But the crazy thing is here, is this legal? I think it's brilliant. If you have somebody say Katrina was a perfect example, the flooding, the levees broke, whatever. Electric in hospitals down there broke. Didn't have electric. If you had your dad needed a heart transplant, would you risk him being operated with his battery, knowing for a fact that he's got a chance or no chance at all with no electric? I'd just rather have a gas generator, Buck. I mean, but if you don't have the access to that gas generator. Buck, that's a good point. I mean, literally, this doctor drives, obviously, the Rivian electric truck, and he had it in his parking lot. He's like, hey, 
you don't want to reschedule. I can run the extension cord out to my fucking electric truck. It's not the first thing you want to listen from your dog's no. mouth. Is no. I'm going to no. do this operation from my truck. From my truck. And but, here, but this is on, also hop, my thing. Hop like, in the bed of the truck. Let's take care like of it. Like if you're the patient laying in the bed, you know, you're ready to get your nuts operated on. I what don't goes think through it's your a mind? Long procedure. I don't think it is either. I think it's I think it's awfully quick, honestly. But I mean, you're running from a battery of a fucking car. It's fucking wild. It's it's wild that you would let the doctor do that. But that's the thing is. Maybe these companies that are making these electric trucks or even gas power trucks, maybe at some point in time, if there is like a national emergency or some shit like that, then they can run their operations and be a doctor or do surgeries from via truck just from this. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe this dude, this Kim dude or whatever, whoever done Christopher it. Christopher Yang. Christopher Yang. Maybe he just opened up a new gateway of not rescheduling vasectomies, not rescheduling you know, eye appointments or heart open heart surgery. Well, the way this guy's working, he might as well start doing it from his garage. Now, do you do you charge extra because you know you use your truck? I think if I'm the doctor, I want compensated. Yeah, no yeah, shit. I'm not sure, man. I'm not really sure what to think about this. I think if I'm the patient, I'm just going to take my loss and reschedule. Yes. Because I mean, you think about it, man. Everything's at risk here. You're cut wide it's open. Just your nuts. I know, but it's, God it's damn it, that's nuts. a big part of a male's body, and you know that, Buck. I mean, we use them things a lot. They slap around a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they're, they're they're pretty important, man. I don't know if I would be comfortable laying in the bed, knowing that this guy is working because there's an extension cord ran to his electric vehicle. I just feel like. Most hospitals should probably have some backup generators going on, right? This is a private practice. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, okay. I seen the building. It looked like just like you know a strip mall. A strip mall, yeah. and he's and he ran the extension cord out to his truck. That's what it was. More it was an orange extension cord. More power to him, man. He, Dude, if you can get it done, he said it was successful. Everybody was happy. The guy walked out with his vasectomy. He went to the Kroger's and bought his, you know, frozen bag of peas that he's going to put on his cock when he gets home for the next two days. Everybody was happy. I say we move forward from this. Let's make this to where, you know, let's expand it. I'm not going to care. You want to, you know, give me a open heart surgery or maybe take my take my tonsils out you, you want to take my tonsils out i might accept Buck, it. there's a big difference between open heart surgery and getting your tubes tied in your uh, nutsack i'm just going to tell you that right now but what we do want any listeners out there that have had a successful vasectomy call in let us know what you think about you know the rivian powered vasectomy would you trust your doctor doing it with an extension cord running from his vehicle in the parking lot into the office? Let us know what you well, think. Well, I just want to know if, like, afterwards, if he had this, if his wife ended up pregnant. Maybe in the next year or so, we'll find out. If he had the vasectomy, it may not be his. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let's, get in, let's get into the main segment that we actually missed last week. We didn't have enough time to get to. This one could go 10 minutes. This one could go an hour. I'm not real sure how long it's going to go, but I feel like this is a topic that we could rant on for a while because there's so many different factors that go into it. I'm just going to ask a simple question. I'm going to let you guys bounce off it, and then I'm going to give you my thoughts. Can animals communicate with each other? And we're talking species to species, right? Yeah, any kind of animal. I mean, you could have a dog talking to a cat. You could have dogs right. talking to dogs. You could have an elephant trying to communicate with a snake. 
Well, because obviously, like, the same species can for sure communicate with each other. So go into that a little bit. Let's let's talk dogs first. Dog to dog. Dogs understand each other. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's different cues they make for sure. You know, different kinds of barks, whatnot. Like, back the fuck off or, hey, I'm friendly. I, I'm for sure dogs can communicate. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dogs communicate by sniffing each other's assholes. Yeah, I think they can learn a lot about each other. Yeah. You like, know, eye, con- you eye contact. Another dog is pissed. Eye contact. Dog pisses on a tree, you know, the other dog goes and smells it. They, Yeah. Like, hey, someone else has been here. I wonder who that was. Like, Something it's not like, a, that's it's not like you and I. You, you go over a conversation. Tr- yeah, you go over and piss on a tree. I'm not going to go sniff it. <laughs> but my dog, if your dog goes pissing on a tree, my dog will probably go over, hey, this dog's probably not a bad dude. Let's get to know each other. Well, and then your dog will try to cover that. Yeah. And want to mark their territory or whatever. Well, my thing is, I'm more along the lines of, you know, animals communicating to each other by conversation. Verbally. Like, do you guys think that in their own way, do you think that they have conversations like me and you do? Like us three, we went to Roosters today and we were there for about an hour and a half and we had multiple different conversations. Do you think like two dogs that are lost, say they ran away from home, do you think them two are talking to each other like, hey, do you know where the hell we are? Should we keep running or should we turn back home? Do you think mom and dad are going to be mad at us? Oh, hell with them. Let's just run off and be juveniles. Do you think they think like that? There's a few examples. Because if your dogs run away, say you got two dogs and they run off together. Most of the time, them two don't leave each other. And they find their way back. They find their way back. So at some point in time, them two are communicating with each other. How do we get back? Don't leave me. Hey, stay with me. I mean, you you sit there and you in the middle of the night when we live in Frankfurt, right? And you can, if you're in the fields, you can listen to a pack of wolves or not wolves, coyotes, coyotes fucking mm-hmm. howl at each other. Like they they see us before we see them. So they're. I feel like, in my opinion, if you've ever seen the movie Congo in 1995 about a gorilla going back home, blah blah blah, but she can speak. This guy made a contraption to where she sign language, and every time she sign language, it, it speaks English. But she goes back home, and she meets a group of gorillas that she hadn't seen forever, but they communicate perfectly. It's kind of like us trying to speak to somebody that speaks Spanish. They have their own language. We can't understand them, but they're still speaking like we are. I feel like each, you know... Come up with their own way of communicating. Exactly. Like, a gorilla speaks different than us, obviously. A gorilla speaks different to maybe a chimp. But everybody, you know, com- whales communicate from 100 and 300 miles away, letting mm-hmm. them know where they're at exactly. So, when it comes down to it, yeah, I believe animals can communicate. It's just learning each animal's language, language. just like us. Now, one thing I think where we do differentiate between humans and animals we bullshit. Just talk about random stuff, you know, make jokes, whatever. I don't think animals are doing that. Uh, I think there's, I, a, I think there's some raccoons out there thinking I'm going to get on Billy's trash tonight. I'm going to leave a big ass fucking turd and old John's like, yeah, I'm leaving one yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think you're wrong with that too because, like Uncle Buck said, he was talking about raccoons. There's some mischief out there. Yeah, I mean, just think about deer hunting. Just deer hunting in general. You're telling me that there's not deer out there smart enough. Look at this fucking hillbilly redneck up here in this tree. You think they're talking shit about you? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. They stand far enough away that they know that we don't have a gun. We have bows. Like, oh, that guy, 
he's no good after 40. And they and they, and they know exactly what time of the season yeah, it is. It's, it's like, not gun season. Exactly. These yeah, they don't hear the gunshots. Oh, that guy's got a that guy's got a bow. Shit. Good luck. He can't hit a target outside of 40. Watch me run across this field at 60. Play a little truth or dare with your buddy Jack back here in the woods. Hey Jack, I dare you to run out in front of this hunter in this tree stand. Look at that jackass up there in that camouflage. That camouflage don't even match the leaves. What a fucking idiot. He's out there in turkey gear, bro. Yeah, well, the guy's, it ain't spring, yeah, motherfucker. It ain't spring, motherfucker. Yeah, just, just, you're telling me that them animals don't know. I call bullshit. I guarantee they have all kind of conversations. Let's just say a mom bursts a fawn, you know, a young deer. Do you think that fawn grows up knowing who his mother is? Oh, absolutely. I guarantee it. And even when they go off on their own, whatever, if they cross their path during rut season or whatever, yeah. they know, like... Oh, that's my mom. Yeah. And then that might be my dad out there. Now, do they have, like, burials or... We talked about earlier, like, birthday parties for each other. <laughs> maybe not in our personal eyes. Like, we don't physically we don't see, see it, it at no. all. But maybe... Who the fuck... Who Who's, is it to say that these guys aren't having cake stands and shit in the woods yeah. while we're <laughs> yeah like who's to say that there's not a you know a funeral service out in the middle of woods because we were talking about it like deer usually see them out in the middle of a bean field or out in an open field you can't see into the woods so who says there's not 20 deer in a big circle out in the middle of the woods say one of them died from old age and he's just laying in the middle of the woods who says there's not 20 gather around and they have a little ceremony for them. Grunting and fucking hitting their antlers together, like, yeah. in respect for this dude. Yeah. We have no idea. We're like, look, Terry over there, his balls just dropped. Congrats, let's throw, Terry. Let's throw a fucking party. Yeah, let's get him laid. Terry might get <laughs> Terry get, might get some puss during rut this get, year. Yeah, let's get Terry on the fucking rut, boy. <laughs> okay, so let's just say an old farmer. He's an old uh, pothead. He's got a bunch of pot planted back in his... They know exactly where it's at. Yeah. You're telling me the squirrels that climb the trees don't see, you know, John planting his pot plants every year back in the woods. Hey, John's got him out again. It's some chronic this year. So he goes out, he runs <laughs> and tells all his friends. Spend some time and, on this one, And they boys. come back and they pick a few buds and they take them up to their little squirrel nest and, and they, they get, get high. high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Who says the squirrels don't know that John's planting his, you know, his plants this year? I mean, how else do they, you're telling me if I knew where a, as a human, if I knew where the source of food was at, I would not go back and tell you where it was at. The squirrels, they have a way of communicating to say, hey, these are where the big nuts. This is... <laughs> you. That's a squirrel call. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. <laughs> to answer the overall question, without a doubt, animal to animal, yes, they communicate without a doubt doubt now do they have ceremonies like human beings to be determined it is to be determined i mean we're getting in the weeds this is the whole this purpose is, yeah we're in the weeds i mean well, and also so for the most part you know across species they don't communicate with each other obviously. but that's just like cross us like we don't speak spanish you're telling me if a deer coming through the woods because i've heard this before like i'll be in a tree stand and a squirrel will be playing in the tree above me be jumping back and forth. And you think he's saying, don't, hey, don't come any closer, he'll, motherfucker. He'll come down the tree and fuck with me. All the hunters out there, they've experienced this. The squirrel will come down the tree and get close to you. And you're at, as a person, you're like, is this is this squirrel going to like jump on me and attack me? Because <laughs> you don't know. I've had one within two feet of me. So in your a tree. focus goes from the deer, deer that you're about to, to shoot. To this squirrel. 
And then the squirrel will take off and start making weird so noises. like sabotage. Yeah, and the squirrel will come off and you know, jump off the tree to another tree and take off through the woods, and then you'll hear him you know, making his noise. You're telling me he's not communicating with the deer like, hey, I don't know what this is, but there's something over here in this don't tree. Fucking come I don't here. think I would walk out the trail that you usually take. He smells like tuna. Yeah. No, stay the fuck away I from I mean, me. yeah. Well, no, it's the same thing. Like, I think crows kind of do something similar, too. When they're calling in the woods, they're basically telling everything, hey, danger. Don't fucking come over here. They'll come out and say they smell you. They might not know where you're at because you're camouflaged in a tree. They'll give you that big snort, that, that blow. They'll blow at it. you. And then they'll take off running. So that lets all the other deer in the area know, danger close, get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. It'll blow your whole night of hunting up. Well, that could be a thing, too. You guys hit on it perfect is they might not speak the same shit to each other, but maybe a certain sign or something that a squirrel recognized. You talked about, I think, uh, the, the, the deer snorting. Yeah. Getting the fuck out of Wheezing here. Wheezing at you, blowing well, if at you're, you. If you're a squirrel or something like that, you might hear that squirrel or the sneeze or the whatever and realize hey that's bad like let's get out of here so they might not be able to recognize the same language know. but they can hear that and be like oh fuck yeah that's my that's my red flag to get the fuck out of dodge yeah another thing is like fishing i've been fishing a shit ton this past these past two weeks and i got to thinking about this you know this conversation can fish communicate with other fish in the pond or the creek or whatever let's say you throw a line out and you catch Billy, the biggest bass in the pond. You bring him in, you catch him, you're holding him up, you're getting pictures. You throw him back in. And he says, what the hell does Billy tell the rest of the fish in the pond? Like, I don't know what the hell happened. I was chasing this little bluegill. I caught him. And then I thought I ate the fish, but then I got jerked out of the pond. And I seen this, you know, this weird figure, this, I don't, they, cause they don't know what humans are. No. Yeah, so but they're like, what is this? He had some kind of square thing taken, you know, out in front of my face, which is our phone, taking couldn't pictures. fucking breathe, yeah, dude. I, I was out of the water yeah, for two minutes. Yeah. And then he just tossed me back in. I thought I was in a tornado because I did three spins in the air and he let me into water. And like, now I'm back. Yeah. I'm fucking back. I'm back. My lip hurts a little bit, but I'm good now. But, <laughs> you know, what do they tell the other fish? I think uh, fish are stupid as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Well, you realize goldfish are the happiest animals <laughs> you alive. Said, right? You said before. last time I was on. Oh, was it? Mm -hmm. But why do you well, say maybe that? maybe I'm a goldfish. You said I something forgot about their said memory. It. Yeah, they forget every 10 seconds. So you think a bass has the same, you know... I'm not just going to say that. I'm going to I'm gonna compare your fishing experience with, like, us being abducted by aliens. Not to go in that, you know, deep, <laughs> deep weeds. But, but fish get caught so much more often. I think fish are dumb. Who's dude. to say that? I mean, have you ever heard a of a human getting abducted by an alien, though? All over the place, oh, man. Dude, like, you'll catch fish that already got a hook in their mouth. You know what I mean? So they didn't fucking learn the first time. All right. I'm going to tell you a story. This past week, bouncing off you, Colin, this past week, I went out to a pond. I caught a small bass whatever threw him back the next night i went back to the same pond and the first the first time i caught him i hooked him through the eye so his eye was all fucked up guess what i caught that same exact fish the next, the next night, night and his eye was gone and i, I knew exactly i said you dumbass i just caught you yeah. last night that's why i think they're all instinctual you know they yeah the one thing on their mind 24 7 is fucking eating if you're a predator yeah, all the, they care a about fish is not a predator eating. A bass is a predator. I'm I'm going to take a 
a frog over a bass 24 days out of the week. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just saying a bass. Bass not... will eat a frog. No. I mean, what, what's your definition of a predator then? Somebody that hunts. A what do you think bass, bass will eat anything that's a in bass the water? So I've seen a bass eat a bird. I've seen a bass eat a mouse, a snake. You know, they'll fucking eat a anything. fucking snake? Tell me yes. Tell me the story about the bird. So I was fishing. It's been a couple months ago. It happened twice this summer. You know, barn swallows, they swoop down real close to the water and they get a drink of water as they're flying. They're real cautious. But I saw a bass come up and meet this bird as it made contact with the water. Come up out of the water and fucking whoo, swallow that motherfucker whole. So pretty much played free safety. Yeah. And just track the motherfucker down. That's <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. It's crazy, dude. Now we're talking about predators. That's a predator. That's a predator. Yeah. The my, bat. Ba- my bad. <laughs> 17 and a half bangles. My bad. <laughs> I mean, you think about your everyday life. You drive down the road, you see construction, right? And you see, like, they're building these new highways across Ohio. There was a new highway built down towards Portsmouth, Ohio. They cut, I don't know how many trees down. They, they cut through a mountain, basically. And think about the habitat that they took away from the animals when they did that. So... If you're an animal living in that habitat, you're comfortable, you're loving it, this is where you live, this is your life. It's just like us growing up in a house, but that's their habitat out there in them woods. When you have these humans come through with bulldozers and, you know, backhoes and tear all this shit out, you're telling me, like, they're not communicating with each other, like, hey, where are you going to go? Where are you going to move to? We need another place to live. What are we going to do now? You're basically just forced. It's like you're renting a house and you're, your guy comes in and says, hey, I'm selling the house. You got to get the hell out. You got 30 days. It's basically what they just did to them animals in the habitat they just tore through to make a new highway. What do these animals do? They're communicating with each other. Hey, I'm going to move. Gonna go? Yeah. I'm going to move over to, you know, two miles down the road or, you know, a quarter mile this way. And I'm going to live in this patch of woods. You're telling me them animals don't communicate with each other, Buck? No, I never said that. What do you think? I, I agree with you 100%. And it may not they, be the type of communication we're we used have. to. You know, it may be they uh, piss uh, on this tree, like we said. It's you their know? own little or way. throw a fucking acorn out. Well, because think about this. Think about all the different species just in Ohio we have. Say a groundhog. How the fuck does a groundhog find a mate? You know what I mean? If it's by itself, how does it go and find a partner to have babies with? I mean, if I was groundhog... I wanted to find a mate. I would just go plant myself on a, like a tree stump with my back towards it and just start jacking. <laughs> you think about, you know, the apes in the zoo, the gorillas and everything. They, sh- they, they jack just, it, they, just they jerk. piss, yeah. and they throw shit. Yeah. Well, I want you. I'm going to throw my largest turd at you. And then you here want come it? the women. Yeah, and they love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it if life was like that? Like you <laughs> took a big shit and you... Gigi Haji out I'd there. be single my whole life if I threw my shit at women. Well, it's liquid. <laughs> it's just nasty. <laughs> That's just nasty, bub. Like when you're mowing your yard, like the other day I was mowing my lawn and I got up against my garage and all I could see was a bunch of like grasshoppers and shit jumping up the side because I went through their habitat. They lived in, you know, the weeds that were up against my building. I don't know if it was because it was warm or whatever. But I took like a weed whacker down through there, and I just seen grasshoppers galore. I mean, there there had to have been hundreds of them just jumping away to get safe. And, you know, I kind of felt bad. I thought, started thinking about this. What are those grasshoppers saying to each other when I'm bringing this weed whacker through there? It's it's almost like a 
once a week tornado for them. Yeah, they're like, ah, this is the sandstorm. Let's get fucking get it. <laughs> get the hell out of here. <laughs> here it fucking comes again. <laughs> well, I mean, Ants that is a, bald fucker's back. Ants is a perfect movie, man. Yeah. You got the bugs. The bugs life. Yeah. Bugs are fucking wild. Yeah. You know what a praying mantis, you heard that story? Yeah, what? when they fuck them, they eat them. The females, yeah. Could you imagine Cut your their wife? Head off. Could you imagine my wife after I fuck her, she just turns around and starts eating me fucking the second ass cheek you nut. The second you yeah. nut. <laughs> she fuck. spins me around and starts eating my ass cheek to my skull. <laughs> <laughs> like, what in the fuck is going on here? I seen this the other day. I don't know. We got some beekeepers that listen to the pod. Maybe they can text in and tell me a little bit more about it, but I'm pretty sure like when the male bee has sex for the first time in his life. He dies afterwards. So my thing is, like, if you're that guy, if you're a bumblebee and you're going to have sex for the first time and you got your you're in your hive or whatever, and you tell your buddies, like, hey, today's my day. Today's my day, boys. I love y'all. It's been great. I'm getting pussy tonight. Life's been great. I'm Deuces. Gonna, I'm going to go get some ass. <laughs> Peace, motherfucker. See you in another life. <laughs> I'm never coming back. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be some sweet, sweet fucking honey, yeah. boy. Yeah. That queen bee's going to remember me. <laughs> yeah, I tell yeah. you what. Yeah. So when y'all meet me up there, you better tell me how it is because I'm going to lay it down. Have fun with my sloppy seconds, boys. <laughs> yeah. The queen never dies. It's always the guys. They go in, have sex, and then they're done. So I mean that's just, that's just another part of this communicating. Like you gotta tell your boys bye. It's just like it's like the final it's like a fucking rager. Yeah, let's let's rage let's up throw, tonight. Let's throw one good time because in the morning, boys, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. She gonna be feeling me today, boy. You know, humans are one of the only species that have sex purely for pleasure. I think there's been some speculation that dolphins do too. So tell me more about this. Because, I mean, I just, you think about it. I think it's kind of weird. We're like the only species, basically. Like dogs don't do it for pleasure. No. They, their they're, one they're, goal is to get that other dog pregnant. They're basically raping them. Dog nodded. That's mm-hmm. why a woman goes in the heat. But is the heat the woman wants? I don't think. Or? I don't think the woman wants it. Oh, they want it. Ask Troy if they want it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Here we go again. Let's get into the voicemail this week. Hey, boys. Jake here. I uh, just listened to the current pod just dropped this morning. Um, you guys were talking about Uber and just some of the surcharges that happened. So with me living in the great city of Cincinnati, I Uber pretty, pretty frequently, especially downtown. And one thing I found out was there's a way to beat the surcharge. So for all you out there that are going on a trip soon, maybe a bachelor party, to Nashville or a family vacation, some of you guys are going to be using Uber, I would utilize this. So you can schedule your Uber ahead of time. So like, let's say if you're going out, going out for a night on the town and you're going to be like, oh, I think we're going to be turning in around 1230, 1 o'clock. Well, typically in a big city, the surcharge is going to be pretty high around that time because people are leaving to go home. But if you schedule it ahead of time, whatever the price is showing in the app, that's what your trip will be home. It's not what it will be when the surcharge is up. So I found this out. I was at a Bengals game, and we were losing to the Browns big time last year at halftime. So I asked my wife, I said, hey, do you want to go home for the game? I said, I'll just go ahead and schedule an Uber. Not knowing this at the time about the surcharge situation and getting making out on that. So I scheduled my Uber to go home at four, between 4.15 and 4.30, and we leave the stadium. Game was over, actually. And we got home, I 
think it was ended up being like twenty twenty five bucks. And my buddy who didn't schedule his Uber left at the same time of us, and it cost him ninety dollars to go to the same place. So we saved ourselves a pretty good bit of money right there. So just something to keep in mind. What's your thoughts, Buck? Like when he says scheduled and unscheduled, what does that mean? So he was at the game. The game started at one halftime. It was probably three o'clock, and he said, "Hey, we're down twenty-one points. I'm going to go ahead and schedule an Uber early to get out of here, so they can pick us up at four thirty. But that's scheduled. Scheduled. So, so he's already got a ride coming, waiting for him outside of the stadium, ready to roll. Instead of being like his buddy who waited till you know after the game to catch a ride, but his buddy's still scheduled. No, his, no, bu- his, his buddy ordered an Uber basically to my location right here, right now. Oh, okay. come pick um, me ASAP. up. Right. So, ASAP. So he got the $20, $25 charge, which it would be in any other day to go from Paul Brown Stadium to his house. It's, it's, and this guy it's got safe, this. It's Safe Course Stadium now. Whatever. This guy got the same ride for $90 instead of 25 because he ordered it after the game when the surcharge was in effect. My, my so, question for this guy. Where does he where does he live in Cincinnati? He lives by Kenwood Mall. Oh, so that's that's far. It's a nice little ride. 15, 20 minutes. Right. That's a fantastic price. But, but I think Clay, for someone like yourself who you know, you like to make plans, say you're going out for a night just bar hopping or whatever. Say this is gonna be the last bar I hit and you know, it closes at one o'clock, whatever it may be. Schedule an Uber at 7 p.m. when you go out to pick you up there at 1 o'clock. Make sure you're there, ready to go. But here's my complaint is who says that game doesn't go into triple fucking overtime? If you're at a college game and or you schedule your Uber, your Uber. So you're going to pay that price. You're going to pay yeah. that surcharge. Let's Plus just, the like, canceling price. Like you sure. said, Colin, you also said that you wanted to you know schedule it for this last bar. Who says you guys aren't having the time it of never your time of your life? That way. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Who says, Who "Oh yeah, I'm gonna leave at 1 a.m. when my Uber's here"? Bullshit! I'm having the time of my life with my boys. We're taking shots back. To back. We leave it. We ain't fucking we leave it. Fuck leaving. that Uber. Yeah. you know. And then we're gonna pay the surcharge. If it works out the if way it works out, this yes, guy called great. in is fantastic. Jake, you just went. Jake called. I mean, he traveled 25, 30 miles for twenty five bucks. You can't. You cannot beat that anywhere. I don't know if it's that far, but yeah. His $20 charge from the stadium to his house, that's perfect. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's gas money. Way better than 90 Yeah. So, yeah, if you... If but you, you cannot gauge that. Like you said, Vrolski, you might have the time of your fucking life. And like you said, it might go into triple overtime and you don't want to leave. Big championship Fuck goes into Uber. triple overtime, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, realistically, how can you predict when a you, game is going to end? Now, do they, do they pay you for canceling? I would say there's probably like probably a five dollar charge. charge. A I, would fee. Say, I would definitely say I learned my lesson on that. There is a charge. There is. Yes. So you, I mean, it's not super significant. It might yes. be worth it to it, go ahead and schedule exactly. one just in case. Yes. Just schedule. Hey, pick me up at ten thirty. Cancel out that surcharge or whatever. But and and then if you haven't if you're having a good time at that point in your life, you're like, well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about this five bucks. Give me right. another beer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you're already thirty. We're deep. Yeah. <laughs> We have another voicemail, and I believe is from the same person. Let's go ahead and hit this one. Boys, Jake again. You guys let an absolute fire under my ass talking about the DoorDash. Again, I live in Cincinnati. I live in a very popular part of the city near Kenwood Mall in Montgomery. And we have tons 
of restaurants around us. And I use DoorDash probably, I would say, twice a week at least. But the key is you have to be a DashPass member. So I believe the the DashPass membership is $10 a month, but you skip. You don't have to pay any service fee. There is no service fee. You have regular tax and then whatever you want to tip your delivery person. So just like if you were to order a pizza, you always tip your delivery person. There's tax on that. So it's no different than that. You pay your $10 a month, waives all service fees. And now, I don't know how it is back home or in Circleville or Columbus, but I know in Cincinnati they have um, the Dash Mart. And basically what that is, you can order, like, you can get milk, you can get medicines. Like, if you're at home and you're sick on the couch and your wife is out of town or whatever and you need something ASAP, you can order it and it's to you within, you know, five, ten minutes. So I am a huge advocate of DoorDash. I love it. I use it all the time. I would sell anybody on it. I get it can be pricey if you don't have the Dash Pass. And you may say, oh, well, you're still paying $10 extra a month for a membership, um, and I'll say yes, but you're paying for the convenience of your food or whatever you're ordering to be delivered directly to you. Saturday morning, you wake up, you're super hungover, college game, game day is on, it's 10.30, you're just rolling out of bed, you got nothing to eat at the house. Oh, let's um, let's order, uh, I don't know, Cincinnati, Taste of Belgium. Let's order Taste of Belgium. Let's get a chicken waffle from Taste of Belgium. Let's put this in. Okay, it'll be here in 25 minutes. Perfect. It is so easy, and it is so worth it, I promise. That's all I got for you guys. Peace. So Jake is a huge advocate of the DoorDash that we dogged on last week. I mean, I get it. He's in a little larger city than, say, Courthouse or Chillicothe or Frankfurt. Frankfurt, I don't even think you can DoorDash. No, we you DoorDash Derry Cone? We live in no. the fucking sticks out here, Jake. You got to see where we're coming from. So when us, you know, country folk go to the big city. And we DoorDash. And we something. DoorDash. We see that, you know, that $35 delivery we're charge. We're not going to get a DoorDash pass. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I can see where he's coming from. Jake, he lives in Cincinnati. Nice ass neighborhood. We didn't hit that. But we're, we're not we used were to that. We were speaking for ourselves. Yeah. We're not we're used to that. We were speaking for the entire, you know, I guess if you live in a big city, you got Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Cleveland, the, all the big ones around us. If you live near restaurants and you pay that $10 a month, yeah, you know what? It probably is worth that because you're already canceling out the delivery fees from everywhere else. I have a confession to make. I am a former Dash Pass, hol- Dash, Dash Pass holder. And if you DoorDash literally twice a month, it pays for itself. Maybe, so, maybe even once. If it's a big order, maybe maybe even one time. But what Jake is failing to mention, it's still way more expensive than just going and getting the shit yourself. I mean, but yeah, in my opinion, if, you, if you're living in Kenwood, you got the fucking dough. You got the dough. <laughs> you got the money. <laughs> you got the dough to deal with it. So fuck the conveniency of it. I'm, you know, I got well, deep pockets. Well, we kind of mentioned that. You know, the three reasons. You and I couldn't go to Kenwood and DoorDash every fucking day, even with a DoorDash pass. You want Cheesecake Factory? Instead of a $50 meal, that's going to cost you 80 Could you imagine paying... Well, the DoorDash is only 10 bucks a month, so you're not you're, you're just tipping. You're just so tipping six, at that point. 60 
Okay. $60 fucking yeah, three days out I don't know exactly what the delivery fee is without the DoorDash Pass. Well, it just depends how far away you live and, you know. And how expensive the meal is, yeah. you know. But so it does add There's up. all kind of factors that go into it. But I think his point is, if you are a frequent DoorDash user, you need to get the 100%. Dash Pass. If you, do it more, if you do it twice a month, you yeah. have to have it. You got to just go ahead and pay the 10 a month. Yes. Because it's paying for itself. I, but I, get, I get that. So I, if you, if you I go agree to, with him. It's like Kings Island. If yeah. you go to Kings Island once, get the fucking Fast Pass. Got to. Like, get on those rides, get your fucking yearly it's worth so, in. It's so But if you it. go there, you know, five, six, ten times a year, don't get the, the Fast Pass. Because you're there so many times and yeah. so often. Right. So I get what he's saying, but we just, hey, Jake. But. Well, being, in, being in Frankfurt. <laughs> we, I mean, the thing is, we don't leave Frankfurt a whole lot. When we, we go to Columbus and we, we order DoorDash when we're drunk in a hotel room, we're just kind of outraged that's about That's like a that. holiday. Yeah, yeah us, right, because it's really? a one-time thing. It's a splurge, you know I mean? and then we get that DoorDash delivered, and then the food's cold, and then we pay that extra, you know, and 50 then we bucks to, or whatever. And then we want to kick the dude to deliver it in yeah. the face, and it's not his fault. It's, not, no. it's definitely not his fault. But, I mean, we get it. Let's get into the text. Scotty P here. Just got back from vacation with the kiddos and wife. We took them to an establishment that had three different courses of putt-putt, had a huge arcade, virtual reality games, obstacle courses, and much more. With that being said, what is the sip and serves go-to arcade game? Pac-Man. Man, you think about it, it's been around since what, the... F- Probably fifties. I mean, sixties. Atari days, man. Like that. Right. That was Atari's main goal. Was yeah. Back okay. then. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, Is that like the same concept with or? the little the the little uh, joysticks and shit? And you had two buttons and you had a joystick. It was a punch and a kick and a okay. jump. So and maybe same, a jump in there too. Same concept basically. Oh I'm yeah. Going, I'm going to NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz okay. is a good one. Um, Frogger. Remember, Fro- Ooh, you had Frogger, to dodge yeah. the traffic. Frogger, yep. it's just one button. Hop and skip. That's all it was. Okay. The Simpsons. Did you I, ever play the one no, with the I Simpsons when Bart Simpson had the skateboard beating the shit out of people with it? No. Then you had Maggie. She had maybe had a bottle. Yeah, dude, I, dude, I the Simpsons, was, pa- the Simpsons a, was a good one. Played a lot of Paperboy. Paperboy is a good one, too. Yeah. Wasn't there a Donkey Kong one? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's a big one. Beavis and Butthead. Did you ever play the Beavis and Butthead game at the arcade? Man, you guys are missing out. Cruising USA is a oh, good one. Absolutely. The car racing game. That was like the the oldest when you would sit down and actually have the uh, Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder. Oh, you boy. actually had the steering wheels. You could sit down and actually drive something. As a kid, you didn't have your driver's license. So when you're you know you're ten, or eleven years old, you're ten beers deep at eleven years old, you were driving. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to drive the boat or the car in cruising USA. That was always fun. NBA Jam, Street Fighter, kind of yeah. like Mortal Kombat. Um, I'm thinking about basic arcade games. How about just the basketball shooting game? See how many you can make in 30 mm-hmm. seconds, and you got someone sitting beside you shooting the same time. The ski ball fit in. You know this ski- oh yeah, ski yeah. ball's a good one. Ski ball's a classic. For that sure. goes back with Pac-Man. Right. You know how many times I beat my wife at basketball? One on one, one v one. All I heard was, "Do you know how many times I beat my wife?" I was real concerned there for a second, but. <laughs> I mean, what do you at, mean, like at the basketball game? At the basketball, at the game in the arcade. Yes, zero. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was about to she say. whips my ass at that man. Um, my last one here is Buck Hunter <laughs> with the gun. You got Ooh, the little animals running across that. the screen. Buck Hunter's a badass. No, nah, that's just not accurate. 
you I've I've been to the point where I've taken the shotgun and taken directly to the screen, like point blank and shot the it's not accurate. You just I tried I, th- to cheat. I think you're too you close. To you're too, no, or, you're too close. Cheat. You can cheat at all other that, games. That mini game when the ducks start coming out. You're just fucking blasting ducks left and right. Oh, yeah. I mean, Scotty P, this is a great question because this takes us back in our day. I mean, we played these games So on let Nintendo. me ask you this. 20 years from now, do you think places like this will still exist? No. It's going to have a headset on it. Like, you will be virtually, in my opinion. Oh, come on. I went up to, uh, what was that, 16-bit? Yeah. That place is sweet. Columbus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Arcade I mean, and everything. Exactly. What's C- more C- fun 70. than having having some beer and playing arcade games? C-75 is the same way. It's uh, go-karts and arcade plus beers. But That sounds like a terrible after idea. After you had your first sip of alcohol, they do not let you on a go-kart. Mm. Well, that's probably smart. Yeah. Scotty P., one thing I got to say is, if you have never played the Simpsons or the Beavis and Butthead arcade game, you're missing out. Because these two that I'm with right now haven't. You guys need to play it because that's a classic. What's up, fellas? Marty Mar here. You are going to a celebrity's party. Everyone who attends has to be wearing grills. Obviously, money isn't an issue for you in this situation. What would your grills design look like? How much money would you put into them? I already got a grill, Marty Mar. <laughs> Buck's got one tooth that's silver. <laughs> that's all he needs. It's a fucking grill, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, for me, Marty, if I was a celebrity... I was going to a party and I had to have a grill. I would put fake ones in because I don't want them permanently. No, but mine would be like diamonds, platinum. I wouldn't want gold. I would want them silver, platinum, diamondish, something like that. Maybe if I was rich, a millionaire, maybe like five hundred bucks. Give me some fake shit that looks good. I put some fangs on that motherfucker. Oh, you would have fangs like a vampire. Fuck yeah. Fuck, why the fucking vampire diamonds? I'm with you there. Gotta put some diamonds on it. Why the fuck not fangs with diamonds? Shit. If you only knew who was delivering your DoorDash, puke emoji. We can talk about this. Bag sealed. (laughs) Ain't fucking touching it. Think about the people who might just fuck with them. We've had some stories locally of pizza joints that had delivery guys that would, you know, pleasure themselves on. The pizza that before they delivered it'd it. be a dessert pizza and exactly. it would look like oh, a frosting, God. but it would not taste like frosting <laughs> yeah. unless you're a woman. I heard a little bit about that. That's a true uh, story. A little bit. Salty, the, yeah. You know what? This, this tastes like fucking pineapple tonight. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, let's just talk about delivery drivers. It, for a I've seen it makes TikToks fact, lately. Let's just say you were pissed off at the company you were working for. Let's say you were door dashing for Christie's Pizza, like DG just got delivered. Who says I'm, I hope they just I'm not going to pull a pub out and tuck it underneath a pepperoni or two. How are you getting off on that though, dude? That's dude so it fun. sucks, but dude, that's the world we live in. Who's to say Jake didn't order McDonald's DoorDash and this motherfucker had a bad day and took one French fry and swipe it up his ass? God, who's to say? Put it right back in the little thing. right back in the thing, and that was the first fry Jake ate. Huh. Oh, this one tastes a little odd, but I'm going to eat the rest of it. You know, I've been seeing TikToks of DoorDash delivery drivers getting caught, you know, saying they delivered people's food and then just sitting in their fucking car eating it. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so they get free food. Fuck yeah. Well, if it don't get delivered. Yeah, yeah. quit. A lot of people just like, you know, cancel their order and then they'll reorder it because they'll get it for free. DoorDash guy will just take off with it. <laughs> I think we're in the wrong business. <laughs> 
we had a YouTube comment on our uh, one chip challenge video. It says, can't believe I went to high school with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we were crazy in high school. I th- we might even be crazier now. As a whole, we're a little bit crazier now than we were. I think so, too. So it's not going to change. Yeah, we're crazy. Yeah, we're stupid. Yeah, we're probably sound like morons, but that's just the way it's going to be, and it's always going to be that way. Well, we're I not going to stop doing it. I think the way I've I've learned is the dumber you sound, the more people like you. <laughs> Explains a lot about you, Buck. Do you call the people who listen to us every week morons, too? No, because, because, I mean, if they're listening to us morons talk, they got to be morons to listen to no, us for an just, hour a week. No, it just makes them seem like they're smarter than us listening to well, us. Well, that's fine. Same reason all those motherfuckers like the Kardashians. Exactly. I can be a lawyer. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I can make a sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> that you can, but yeah. That you can. Hey, fellas. Justin here. Two things. First, there has been some golf talk on the pod recently. How about sip and serve golf outing? In summer of 2023. Second, for $100 million, would you send your mom to jail for a year but not be able to tell her why? <laughs> Let's talk about the golf outing first. <laughs> Sip and serve golf outing. It's been mentioned, Justin. We want to do it, and I think we could fill it. I think we could. Oh, you could definitely fill I it. I think we could win it, Roski. No, we would definitely not I, win it. I was hitting 300 fucking yard dingers today. My thing is, if we're hosting the event and it's called Sip and Serve, we would have to be the drunkest team on the course or we're we're just nobodies. Well, exactly. fortunately for you, I think you could pull that off. Me, Buck, Corey, and Dylan on the same team. Yeah, we're not winning. We're definitely not winning. You would be the drunkest motherfuckers out there. I know two of us that would be. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing, Justin. We got to find a course, which I think we could probably get on somewhere around the area. If we can tell them that we can fin, if we could fill the... I mean, what's the, what's the, the num- golf What's the number? Got to have seventy or thirty six. You got to have two teams per eighteen holes. So it's two teams of four per eighteen, and it would have to be you know two hundred and fifty bucks per team, whatever it would have to be. Which I don't think would be a problem for no, anybody. I think you could pull that. But off. if we did do it, Justin, your team would be the first to be registered because this was your idea. You are number one, my friend. Honestly, though, I think that'd be a good money maker. All proceeds. I mean, of course, we would have like mulligans, and you would pay for. First, second, third. Yeah, we would have all the prizes and everything. You'd second, pay for any other outing. You'd pay for mulligans and what? What's the, what's the other shit? Skins, they, skins, That's skirts. Not, yeah, you'd pay for all that bullshit. We'd have you know t-shirts and shit to give away for prizes and hats and everything. We could make it work. I like the idea. Second, for one hundred million dollars, would you send your mom to jail for a year but not be able to tell her why? Sorry, Dr. You're going straight to jail. Hopefully, when you get out, you'll uh, forgive me because I'm going to give you $50 million, and you and Monk, you guys can go to Myrtle Beach, Florida, wherever the hell you guys want to go. Buy your house. Live your life. $50 million. I would hope you would forgive me for one year. I love you, Jody. I'll miss your cooking, but I'll see you in 365 days because you're ass going to jail. (laughs) I got to agree with these two. Jackal, (laughs) you're going to oranges. You're eating mashed potatoes and fucking hamburger meat, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay you back later. You're going to jail. Let's get into the exception here. Come on in, kids. It's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is... Finger puppets.
What do you guys think? I'm fucking lost on this one, bud. I'm I'm lost as well. I don't know whether to burp or fart right now. <laughs> think about finger puppets. Like, you know, like the little acts that people do on stage and they got like little t- little puppets and they're talking and stuff. But think of it in a sexual manner. Yeah, I'm drawing a fucking blank. That didn't help me at all. I mean, you- I'm I'm th- I'm thinking about like mankind. WWE. He puts that sock on. Yeah, he puts that sock on his hand. Yeah, and he you know finds it's Mister Socko. Mister Socko. He finds that woman. That j- he wants a little bit of that sweat that night. Does he keep the sock on, or does he pull it off? Okay, here's my guess. We're all familiar with the shocker. All right. Yeah. Two in the pink. One in the stink. One in the stink. Uh, I thought it was two in the stink, one in the pink. Uh, maybe maybe way for you, off. Buck. No, maybe that's way you. off, Buck. I know you're a little unorthodox, but that's not the way it goes. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Haley, oh. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting two in the stink? Yeah. Oh, God, poor girl. Especially after Taco Tuesday. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, I picture this weird motherfucker doing the shocker. And he's acting it out. You know, you got Billy, Bobby, and Clyde. Clyde's going in the ass for good reason. And they're all just communicating with each other. Okay. So here's a little backstory behind this. The other night I was laying in bed, wasn't real tired. My wife was already asleep. And I said, well, I'm not real tired. I might as well do some research for the pod. So I, I got on Reddit, or not Reddit, Urban Dictionary, and I started looking up dictionaries for us. And I came up with about four or five of them throughout that, you know, 35 minutes I was looking. And the one that grabbed my attention the most was the finger puppet. And I don't know why, dude, but as soon as I read it and started thinking about it, I started crying <laughs> in my bed laughing. And I'm trying, you know, when you're crying, you, you kind of, your body starts like, like wheezing a little bit. You start like bouncing up and down because you're trying not to make noise. You're trying to hold it in because your wife's asleep beside you. And, dude, I'm telling you, I had tears rolling down my face when I read this. This one's fucking out there. And it, it? No, it's not. It's not, no. even, it's not even funny. That's the thing. But when you think about it, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's, I don't know if it's because I'm immature or what, but I just started fucking rolling. It's the basic, it's the basic bitch. Sipsionary is what it is. It's a basic bitch. The definition is the mutual insertion of fingers into each other's asses. <laughs> Oh God. oh, God. So I started thinking. like, What position would you be in? You're, first it's got to be 69. You're thinking. Yeah. You're, it's got to be. I, yes. It's, what else? It's 69 sideways. Okay. So you're laying on your side. And like her ass is in my face. My ass is in her face. And you're playing like finger. But my <laughs> what I started thinking about. You put something on your finger. What I started thinking about was like actual finger puppets. Like I got my finger like up her butt face. and I'm going to start, face. I'm going to start making her talk. <laughs> You're controlling yeah, her. Like, her mouth, like I'm moving my finger and her mouth's going, bop, 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 bop. Like I started lying. I started losing it in bed, dude. I started crying. I could not control myself. And thank God I did not wake her up. Cause she would have been pissed. She's like, what are you crying about? I said, ah, oh, finger puppets. <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. Oh, she's a exceptionary for this week, honey. Finger fucking. Pu- but yeah, finger puppets. The wow. mutual insertion of fingers in each other's asshole. Like a picture is you like knees to chest laying sideways in bed. Yeah, what, Dude, are you, I was. what do you talk about? Like <laughs> Dude, when, you're, when you're finger puffing your bitch, what are you talking Nothing. about? Nothing. I don't know if it feels good or not, but ah, fuck, I don't know. Make them well, talk. Only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks everybody for listening. 
you know, follow our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 740-720-3537. You can text it or you can call it just like Jake did this week. Colin, thanks for coming in. Uncle Buck, any last thoughts? I love it. CC and I could like we could be blood brothers. Maybe sure. next time I'll let you guys come on. I'll just exit myself out of this thing, and you guys. Well, can I don't it. know about all that. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the three of us get along pretty well. I'll see you guys next week. Buck, I got I got a joke for you. A bear walks into a bar. He goes up to the bartender. He says, "I'll take a whiskey and a cola." Bartender says, "Why the long pause?" And the bear says, I don't know. I was born with him. <laughs> Is that another joke over my head? <laughs> He's got big, big fangs. Oh. <laughs>